0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, host of the original Southern Remedy, the show where I answer your medical questions. Subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on any podcasting app.
0: From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It One Hundred and One. I'm a home improvement show. I'm the in Home Improvement Show to help you do it yourself. All right. Well, we begin. It's all good. All
2: about you, Jason. Well, it should be downhill from here.
0: So anyway. <laughs> It's an open topic show today on Fix It 101. We're looking for your questions to get your projects completed around the house. And we're going to talk about little quick fixes and big projects. I got a whole bunch of emails this past week, believe it or not, that are that are kind of smaller questions. It's it's really neat. Well, they're small questions. They're not small answers. But uh, we'll get to some of those. Anyway, how are you guys doing?
2: Well, we were just talking about, you know, this heat <laughs> and... uh I have a little bit of a short fuse right now because I'm so hot.
0: <laughs> is that why the fuse is short? The heat. Well, yeah, uh, okay, you maybe know, we'll I'm give just you a that.
2: hothead. Right,
3: <laughs> right.
0: I, I will say they uh, uh, they both did come in a little quieter this morning than.
3: Well, listen, I'm telling you right now, it, it the heat is a real deal. Yeah, it, it is brutal.
0: Now, yeah, I mean, um, if you if you watch and see what's going on, I mean, you can tell here in Mississippi. It's it's bad, and Mississippians are accustomed to That's very right. high heat often every year, you know. But
2: this one's wow. A little. This it is a little different. It's a little it's, weird. It's when a you little
3: come, yeah. It's a little extreme.
0: It's extreme. Um, yeah, It's odd when it doesn't dip down, you know, a day or two, and then come back up. Mm-hmm. It just stays up. It's
2: just staying up, and it's hot at night, yeah. so nothing's yeah. really cooling off.
3: You know, if you if you drive our new neighborhoods, you will see. All of our contractors have uh, these pop-up tents. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I bet I haven't tried it, but I, I would assume it would be very difficult to find a pop-up tent right now. Oh, you know the little canopy thing. Yeah, that, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sunshade so, kind of tents. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. They set them up, and you know some of them have a fan blowing under there. But right. you know, set it up def- a table or whatever. Definitely lowers the temperature if you if you're lucky enough to to be able to you know work under right. that well that is so. that is
0: true and if you think about it in 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 your world jeff where you're doing a lot of new construction there aren't a lot of trees around no so uh i guess you've yeah yeah so you and if these you made new spend- homes
2: it's i mean think about this folks i mean really it's it's so hot in these new houses, there's right. no airflow. Most nope. of the time, there's just enough electricity to, you know, it's not enough to run an air conditioner. And then what I'm dealing with is, um, you know, a lot of the components that we're inspecting that are really important to you are in the mm-hmm. attic.
4: That's <laughs> right. Right.
0: Which is now 180 degrees. Well, right. you,
2: you add that humidity and right. you can – a matter of fact, I was doing a house this last week. There were four different attic access. Mm-hmm. And one of them was you go in that – You it was a walk-in attic, and then there was a ladder going up to the upper part. And I had to really – I had to come out mm-hmm. and then plan out what I was going to do because I didn't want to get up there and lose consciousness.
0: Well, you only get moments up there. You yeah, don't get, you don't
2: – you can't spend a lot of time. You have to right. really focus on, on what you're doing. And
0: Well, that as um, and, and thank you, but I will say uh, to you and for and, – and a tip of the hat today, we'll say for Timmy, but all of our AC people, remember, you get a little hot when your AC goes out. OK, and you're saying, oh, my gosh, my my house is 95 degrees inside and you call your AC person and they come out and then they crawl up into your attic for the next hour. Right. And figure this out. So and so thank you, AC people. And thank you to those who go to the uh junior colleges to learn how to do this. Yes. yeah
2: <laughs> yes. well and just to show a little kindness to some folks right now yeah. you know even At least i some know bottled
0: water or something there's
2: some folks in my neighborhood who hand bottled water to the garbage guys when they come through sure. and, oh, actually, yeah. and that's kind yeah because they're working out in the heat
0: well uh like i said i had a bunch of questions today jane i'm about to come to you in a few seconds here's uh the first question i got hello i'm hoping uh not to have to redo my entire ceiling texture can it be done so that spots match close enough after painting it that someone would have to look closely? What technique would I use? I'm an amateur, so let me know if it requires advanced skills. Let, let's start from the top here. Uh, I, I personally have done this as the, as the like handyman guy, not a pro. And you will never match that ceiling. Never as an amateur. Right. Match that ceiling. Yeah, you're going to have to
2: hire a pro to get it. Right, right.
3: Yeah, and and listen.
0: And um, all the textures are different. And sometimes, you know, what's funny is if you see, if you ever watch somebody put the texture on a ceiling, you might have an idea in your mind of what that is, but it's an actual person. That's right, with a, with, with their and, hand in the air doing a thing,
3: and, and it's a technique. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay? mm-hmm. it's like look, I can pick up the guitar and I can strum a few notes, right? But Eric Clapton <laughs> can pick up the guitar and make the same note that I just made sound a heck of a sound lot good. better. Yeah. Same same guitar, same note. Right now, you can go out and get your stipple tool, mm-hmm. and you can push it up on the ceiling and twist it, right, and make that note. But the person that did it has probably done it a lot more than you have, Mm -hmm. and the outcome is going to be different. Let me tell you this, though. it is tough to do that. I agree.
0: It was impossible for me, but let me tell you this. I did learn something, especially with uh, ceilings that are textured. Guess what you don't see most of the time when you walk in a room? the textured ceiling. The ceiling. What you do see is a flat ceiling. Yeah. Boy, you see that in a heartbeat there's a ref, uh, it's a like a reflection. It also has got a nice it, there's a neat yeah. look to it, you know, and everything, but uh I don't see the textured ceilings it, as much. It, I didn't it, notice it, it,
3: that. To the to the person that did the email, uh-huh. I think the advice I would give would be less is more. Wow. Yeah. So when you're doing the texture, do do it very lightly. Right. And, and, and if you'll keep it light, chances are at the end of the day, the only people that are going to know it are, is you. Is you. Right. Because yeah. you looked at it. So, and, and again, <laughs> when you walk in someone's house, you're typically not looking at the ceiling. Right. Um,
2: Unless you're a home inspector, right? Well, right.
3: I, I'm talking <laughs> or a you're, builder. Yeah, you know, you're you're, you're well, normal person coming over for, 99% a, for dinner ain't or whatever. i yeah. looking up. No, they're looking for the dinner, right? Right. So.
2: Mm-hmm. I think the first so, thing think, most
0: people notice when they walk in is the floor. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: Well, and you know, and I got a story about that that's pretty funny. And and I think if you paint it, the problem is, it's matching the paint. If you're going to paint a ceiling, you might as well. You, you might
0: have to paint you the, the whole thing. You need,
2: you thing. need to paint wall to
3: wall. Yeah.
2: Just do the whole thing. Well, Hardly. my dad was a floor covering guy. Mm-hmm. He goes on vacation. He and my mom went over to go to the castles in Spain. And my mother laughed. She said, all the women, all the wives, were looking around at the castle, and all the men were checking out the floor because it was a floor covering.
3: Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) I mean, it was one of those, win a trip if you sell the most floor Mm covering.
0: All right, Uh, Jane's on the line in Biloxi. And, uh, ooh, a ductless air conditioning. What do you got going on, Jane? Well, I've got a ductless air
4: conditioner in the master bedroom of a rental house. Okay. And it worked well for a little while, but then it started generating slime that would clog up the condensate pump. Okay. And then it would leak and it would be a mess. Okay. And hmm. so the contractor who put it in said, well, you just need to clean it a lot, and the tenants aren't very good about that. But he suggested we could add for another four hundred and fifty dollars a cold plasma generator that would clean the air before it gets into the system, and that might solve the problem.
0: Wait, wait, well,
4: hmm, hang on, but it will solve the
2: problem. Cleans the air. Is that like a freestanding unit that would be in the in the room, and it would pull air through it? Is that what that is?
4: He said it would attach
2: is a dustless unit. Huh. Okay. 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 Where
3: is
4: this like a UV thing? Or?
3: Well, like you know, things? what I think what's going on, um, it's it's high humidity, uh-huh. and it, it happens to to everyone's unit, and and that's why that we would pour cleaner down the drain from from time to time down the P trap, right? And because they do get stopped up. Um, mm-hmm. And I can imagine the slime. Yeah. So, and the, the, the mini-split, the ductless unit, is mm. is nothing more than a regular air conditioning system with no duct. Right. It still has a, a um, compressor and a, and a, uh, a condensing unit. Uh, there's just no duct work. Right. Let so me... that everyone
0: knows we covered uh, terms a couple of weeks ago, I just want you to know that when he says duct... It's D U C T, yeah, not D U C T. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. I just had this issue, uh, Jane. Let me let me talk to you about some solutions for you. Okay. On the mini split, if you if you will, you can actually Google or go to a YouTube on how to clean the blower wheel. And it sounds like, especially if it's a rental, well, I shouldn't even say that. What will happen with these units is that you still have a filter in there that's got to be cleaned. And if it is not being uh, pulled out and cleaned on a regular basis, then it will start to gunk up what's called the blower wheel. And that blower wheel would then have to be cleaned as well. Now, you can do that yourself. It is a little bit intricate. But if you're not changing that, fi- not you don't change the filter, you pull the filter out. And I think what the manufacturer says is that you're supposed to do that every two to three months. Hmm. That might solve what's going on. It's
3: worth a try. Yeah, is that is that
0: unique to mini splits?
2: Yes, and and folks don't think about that. The mini split still has a filter
0: for the ductless air conditioning. Yeah,
2: the ductless that unit that's hanging on the wall has a filter, and it has to be cleaned like every every other filter that you would put in a regular system. You would have a filter that would go on the return. Well, if that's not being cleaned, that's what's causing the clogging. Have you guys been doing that, Jay?
4: Well, the tenant has been doing it, but he's grumbling because it takes an hour, Uh-oh. and I think he's having to do it more than every two to three months.
2: Yeah, Uh-oh. well, and it could be that the air in the home is not that clean. It could be that, you know, and I mean, it can come from all kinds of things. I was working with a, um, an artist mm-hmm. who had a studio who was having issues with the ductless system wasn't... It wasn't pulling out enough humidity. Right. And and they ended up... She ended up uh, doing two things. One is that she when she had the ductless mini-split put in, it was a replacement, she actually paid the extra to have a pan put underneath it. So it, it hmm. literally is a uh, an auxiliary pan that she built on the wall right underneath the system with its own drain. So yeah. whenever it would get clogged or whatever because she liked all of us when we have a bad experience we try to prevent it from happening again so that's what she did and then she noticed that the it wasn't working as well and i began to do some investigating with my ac guy and um he said that the blower wheel was getting gunked up
3: interesting makes sense so
2: and yeah so unfortunately if the tenant is not willing to you know, and it it is, it it is, it's a hard process. I don't, mean, I, I don't,
3: I'm, I, don't yeah. I, I don't want this to sound wrong, but I, I really don't blame the tenant. And I'm not blaming you either. I'm just mm-hmm. saying there's oh,
4: I, a, I I don't either. Right.
3: You know, there, there's a reason it's a tenant, not a homeowner. So um, maybe a service contract. I, yeah, I would do what Pam is suggesting and, and at least that, that's not going to cost you anything to try that.
2: But um, but you okay. changing the, doing the filter and cleaning the blower wheel are two different things. So it sounds like the blower wheel has gotten so gunked up that the fins aren't able to work and you're not it's not it, it's drawing in nasty right. air at that and point. And by
3: cleaning that that might prolong the filter cleaning.
2: Exactly. Huh. Yeah.
3: So, yeah. So it's right. worth the Jane.
4: So, so have you heard have you heard of this cold plasma generator thing?
2: I have heard of whole house systems where they come in and add these things on the returns. Um, I
0: I would try the cleaning part first and then uh, a second system to add on.
2: Yeah, because now you're just adding another component. Right. I would want to try to get it all cleaned up as best you can, and then it may be that you have the blower wheel cleaned every year. Or, you know, Mm. so that the filter then works correctly.
0: Right. Maybe have an AC person go out, really give it a good once over, um, and then maybe it'll help out.
2: Yeah. Getting the air cleaner would certainly help.
0: That's right. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pivas, Ashy Certified Inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from HouseWorks. You can tell her we're on fire, boy, because we get we get to talking between the breaks. <laughs> um, having a, uh, a good day today. We got some email questions and some other questions coming in pretty quick, but I want to go ahead and get to this one. Jeff, you've answered this in the past, but you you know, if you didn't listen to that episode, you need to know that. So here we go. Hi, everyone. I'm wondering if you guys had some ideas of how to safely remove a wall mirror. We'd like to mount our big blank TV above the mantel. Um, I've looked all around. Can't seem to find any obvious ways to remove it without busting out the hammer. Yeah, yeah. Jeff.
3: Um, The best thing to do, and I'm assuming it is glued to the wall, Mm -hmm. uh, is take a piano wire, go in between the wall and the back of the mirror, and just start sawing back and forth uh make sure you wear gloves long sleeve shirt safety glasses because chances of you breaking this mirror are better than not breaking it wow okay okay
2: yeah where do you get the wire can you get that uh, at a hardware store yeah
3: yeah you can you can get a piano wire cutter just about anywhere
0: well and i uh, could you uh, Uh, So it would be a very particular thing, a piano wire cutter. So we're not talking about just the cord you would use to hang a picture or something.
3: No, it's and it'd have two handles on it. Oh, I got you. And you just saw it back and forth. Okay. It it, it will come off. and, Uh And again, we take many of them down. We normally do not break them. But in the beginning,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> it, was <a> learning curve. <laughs> it was, you know, and when you
3: break that, it's, it's like shards of glass. Yeah, so make certain not. that yeah. you have all the safety equipment, long sleeve shirt, gloves, goggles, yeah,
0: there's not, some
2: face That stuff protection. is not
0: safety, gla- uh, safety glass. By no. no,
2: and shards of glass. Okay, so this reminds me of a story. So I was changing the light bulb in my shower.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: It's a tile shower. Okay, so Uh I had my ladder.
3: Yeah. You know, Uh and
2: I went up and took the little gasket off, you know, because showers should have, should be sealed. So I took that off, and when I reached to get the bulb that I had set on the top of the ladder, it dropped off and shattered. Well, now I have shards of glass in my shower. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was a very. And
0: exciting. you still have to step down off the ladder. Yeah, I well, you wore shoes.
2: I have shoes on, okay, but when okay. I take a shower, I usually take my shoes off. <laughs> See, I can't
0: guarantee all that in my house, though. I got little ones that walk around with no shoes. So. <laughs> all right, uh, let's go to uh, Sheila and bloxy has got a comment on air conditioning. What's going on, Sheila? Hi,
4: uh, I have called in before about my mini split unit. Yes, ma'am. And it never worked right and i had it put in 11 years ago and uh, i don't think the big company had really used it much i mean had had installed many of them uh and uh, i finally wrote a letter to the owner of the company and i sent him the telephone book copy of, of of so many letters i had written and different excuses they had sent back and so the owner sent the same cl- the same maintenance guys over here who had been supposedly maintaining my unit. Right. Uh, and they fixed it that time after nearly three years. And um, so anyway, I went to oh. Singapore to visit my son, and he had the same unit in his fancy condo. And the maintenance men would come around, and they would spend two or three hours cleaning these things. And I thought, well, golly, back in the US, back in Mississippi, all they did was take out that filter and hose it down and put it back in. They didn't take that blower wheel out. Well, finally, I found a friend who was a um, an air conditioning man. And he came over and it took him hours to take the thing apart. Wow. And when he finally when he finally pulled out that blower wheel, it looked like something from a horror movie. Yeah. It was whipping mold and gooey looking horrible stuff. And I was thinking, Well I've been breathing that now for years. Right. And that big company never fixed that, even though I paid for the maintenance. They never ever pulled that out and cleaned it. So That's I'm just interesting. To warn you.
0: I didn't know you know what, this is the first we've talked about mini splits I don't know a lot of times on the show. Uh, we're gonna have to get some folks back here so we can get some pros in the house. But but I, I didn't I've not heard this particular issue about mini splits before. Well
2: this is new for it was new for me and I was just trying to help a friend of mine, so I began to do the research. Mm-hmm. And I I literally went online and found a YouTube video from the manufacturer of this particular unit that mm-hmm. showed how to remove the blower wheel and clean it. And they said whenever the unit quits working efficiently, mm-hmm. the blower wheel is disgusting and you need to get yeah. it cleaned. Uh, no, it makes sense.
3: Yeah. And the one you know, because air is traveling through those coils right. through mm-hmm. that and then it goes through that blower because That's what makes air come out of the vent. right? Well, and
2: they never turn off, too. I did not know this about a mini-split, is that the fan is always working on those things. Hmm. So it's constantly pulling air through there. Uh Okay.
0: Wow. All right. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Uh, Good good information to know today. Let's keep going. Carrie's in Raymond. And, you know, you have a question. My wife does this all the time. We'll be driving down the road. She'll see a house, a beautiful house, but with kind of a beat-up. Roof, ten roof, and she'll say, "Well, I'll just paint it." Uh, what do you think, Carrie? Are you online with us right now? I am online. So, what, uh, are you trying to paint a metal roof? I want to know if you
5: can. If there's a product that helps reflect the heat.
2: Hmm. What TPO. color is your roof? Oh boy. TPO is the only thing what? I know. Is yeah, uh, and I what, it, what does TPO stand for? I don't,
3: uh, well, we need our it's, roofer yeah, on Yes, That rubber roofing, but I mean, you're not going to put TPO over your metal roof, that, right? That, it can be done, but well, yeah, but that's my God, that would cost a it, tremendous amount of money. It'd be very very expensive. Um, man. I love these questions that we can't answer r- r- right. without a little, Oh, I was hoping
5: uh, you guys would be able to answer that one. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I
3: know.
1: Um, Hang on. Java's putting on his headphones. We could be surprised right. here. Just <laughs> a second.
3: Somebody's going to tell us something.
1: No, I was just going to tell you what TPO, thermoplastic poly- leafin. I trust you. The TPO.
4: <laughs> the CPO.
2: Yeah. And I just had it put on my flat roof and man, that, it's made well of No, difference.
3: absolutely. But there, that's the white stuff that you lay well, on. the Well, and you can get it. Right? And yeah. now
2: like, it's, you can get it in but different I colors. But I think our,
3: our caller's question is what can we paint yeah. on that metal roof to reflect the heat? And that, I mean, there's got to be something, but.
4: Uh, well the
2: thing that you're let me let me just talk about metal roofs for a second because I just had one uh we did an inspection on a, a shown off fancy house with with uh metal roof. A metal roof is just like an asphalt roof in that the metal and the asphalt is not what you have to worry about. It's the flashings and the attachments. A metal roof mm-hmm. uses in on any unless you do a standing seam with a um the attachments are not, you don't see them, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to replace those attachments. What's the the age? Oh, yeah. What do you think? All the
3: fasteners. All
2: the fasteners Um, every, I don't know, eight to 12 years. Right. Okay. And it's not cheap. Right. So let's just say you're going to go up there and try to paint something on there. Well, now every time you pull those attachments out you're gonna to have to repaint the whole thing. repaint
0: again. the tops, yeah that's a good that's a good point because yeah. each one and and if you're looking at your roof from the bottom, you might not notice how many of those are on there. But if you pull them all out, if in other words, you paint your roof blue and then pull out and put new screw heads in there then you have white dots all over Well, you.
2: I had a roofing company come out because this was a metal roof, and it was a lot of it. And they, he put his drone up and went up there and was looking at all of it. Because I told him whenever he got there, I said, and I network with these guys whenever I, it's a specialty-type roof. And I was like, these attachments do not look good to me. Mm-hmm. And they were 25 years old. And they were all, I mean, every one of them, you could see that the little rubber was all mm-hmm. worn out. So he gave a price. It was only I mean, fifteen thousand dollars
3: just to replace just to the, the, replace the, the little rivets. Yeah, wow. yep. the attachments. Now,
2: to... now can you just pull the old ones out and put the new ones
5: in the hole, same hole? Or... You, can. you can,
2: yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to paint your roof, you better put in there. <laughs> I would. Well,
5: yeah, it's about it's about ten years old.
2: Yeah, it's about time. Yeah, it's about time for those to be replaced. And, you know, the roofing companies normally don't tell you that on the front end, that you're going to have to redo that.
3: But well, I mean, everything has a shelf life. Just like on a shingled roof, you're, the life expectancy of a roof boot is about five years. Right. Life expectancy of a, a good quality um, uh, laminated shingle is is. Is twenty five years. That's right. So That's why in between get... that period, you're probably going to replace those those uh, penetrations. Right. Yeah.
2: So. Unless you get a bullet boot. Well, you know what? Let's go which back is my to, new favorite thing. <laughs>
0: let's go back to the original question. Uh, if anyone out there has painted their metal roof with a reasonable, um, I don't know, result. I'd love to hear about it because I've always heard it, it won't do. Because as soon as you put paint on a roof and have a hailstorm, it's done.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: because well. you're going to have to do an epoxy or something. What's it called? A bonding solution type paint. You can't just go to the hardware right. store and buy paint and do right. it. So, just All All right, right, okay. from a quick. Quick Google I was, search. I
5: was
0: hoping you guys would be able to answer that pretty easy, but I'm sorry. Hang on, uh, um, Java just, figured it out.
1: Well, <laughs> I didn't figure anything out. I typed, I typed into the Google machine. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a um, heat reflective roof paint is helpful um, cooling down your roof um, due to the paint's ability to reflect solar radiation, uh, eliminate solar heat. Uh, some products says by t- average of fifty degrees compared to an un Coated metal roof, but it does say that heat reflective paint isn't cheap and therefore not widely used as a preferred coating.
0: Yeah. We talked about some paint that came out a couple of years ago, um, uh, Carrie, that was just a, a really neat. Uh, paint that was so it was blended it was so white that it actually made homes cooler if you use this paint over a regular white paint I, that you i remember buy. us you remember talking that? about that yeah. yes um so so that kind of technology is coming i wish it would just get on
2: Well, Carrie, what we need, we need you to go out and do it and then call us and tell you how it was. Right, right. Go get you
0: some Krylon. We
2: need you Um, to be our expert. I'll
0: Uh, go see what I can find now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) back. You're listening to Fix It One O One on MPB Think Radio, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pybus, Ashy certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl, and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, who just walked out on us. Uh no, actually he has a thing to do. We so, got a meeting. Yeah. Uh if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or our MPB public media app. So uh uh, uh, on the line right now, we've got, uh, is it Lavelle and Louisville? Are you, are you with us?
5: Yes, yes, I'm with you.
0: All right, so so what's going on? You said you had a comment about I, something we said?
5: Yeah, I was talking about the guy trying to remove the mirror. I think the piano wire is definitely going to get it done for him. But also, if he uses like some type of flashing tape or some big tape and just puts it all on the front of the mirror, if it does break, it's not going to shatter. It's going to come down more so at like a... Wallet, big
2: that's a, oh, man, that's a great idea. Oh man, that's a great idea. That's a great idea.
0: Fantastic. That way that's it's a lot safer. I will say this too and I was I was kind of picturing uh when Jeff was talking about sawing this mirror down from the back, I'm kind of picturing it watching this, you know, fly on the wall and I'm thinking, "Oh boy, you better have somebody on the front to hold the weight of that. The mirrors are very heavy."
2: They're very heavy. Um, yeah.
0: And it's going to it's going to as soon as it becomes unattached, it'll immediately fall. You there, know, I love so. that
2: idea of the tape, and I bet I'm wondering if you put if you put it across the bottom where it's connected to the wall as well, so it just folds over when you get to the bottom.
0: Ooh, that's so a good it, idea. It wouldn't,
2: I'm always thinking leverage because Lavelle, I'm just not you made that a straight. lot of people's
0: day. I this tell
2: one. you, that's awesome. Thank you for calling Man. in. Thank you. Thank you Thank you
0: Thanks, you.
2: Um, Thanks, you. Thanks.
0: Okay, I have got a little question here for you. That uh, all right? Got a, a, an email in. I'll, uh, hey y'all! Out of nowhere, we started losing water pressure in our bathroom sink. Nowhere else did pressure change. What's going on?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, there's so many things. It could be the aerator at and the end of the faucet. My
0: first, my first thing on this. If someone would to come to me, and of course, no, I'm not a plumber. I'm just the guy that lives at two two seven. But if if if, uh, if someone come to me and, and asks this I might have to say aerator first in other words faucet first I think you have some junk somewhere that needs to be cleaned am I mean
2: yeah if you have a high mineral content in your water you know water heaters have uh, it's called a uh, anode rod uh-huh. that goes into the top of the water heater and what it does is it pulls the minerals out of the water so that it It doesn't clog your faucets. Right. So it could be that your anode in your water heater is not working correctly anymore because nobody ever thinks about changing it. It's real Mm. easy to change it out. Right. And then also, if you have really, really high mineral content, it can get to the aerator. Mm -hmm. And so I actually did this on my faucet recently. Um, I took some tape and put it around the base of that thing and then used my wrench to unscrew it. And it was just Ooh. full of junk, so I really? I cleaned it all up and then put it back home
0: okay you know i've um thinking about that if if that's not a bad idea. And there's only a couple of reasons why water pressure would be bad at only one, one fi- place, yeah, at one, one fixture.
2: And it could also be your supply lines underneath. You know, if you've got older supply lines, that's an easy fix as well.
0: Well, it did say uh, it started out of nowhere. So there's a suddenly part of that, which means mm-hmm. there's an X factor somewhere. Well, yeah. and it
2: could be. I mean, this is because, you know, my job is so forensic. Right. But let's say that it's closest. That is that bathroom or fixture closest to the water heater? And did your anode go out in your water heater? So now you got a clump of metal that is making its way to the easiest point. Right. Or
0: is this a 50 year old sink where the rubber just disintegrated all of a sudden and is stuck at the aerator? Right. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it,
2: I'd start uh, with cleaning the aerator. Right. If that didn't work, then I would look at the supply lines. Yeah. And if that doesn't work, then I'm calling a plumber.
0: Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, I guess the first place I'm thinking just is every time almost the fixture is where I think
2: and you can look at I tell you I had one the other day you'll look at these uh, fixtures if they have if they've got any age on it I'm talking over five years old yeah you need to kind of look at where the connection is onto the sink um, and -hmm. just see if you're starting to get any mineral deposits or clogging or and I had um, I had a new shower put in you know the one where I dropped the bulb I had this new shower put in and it's been about 15 years ago and I noticed that I started having corrosion on my grout in the base of my shower. And I called my plumber, the guy that did it. I love him to death. I was like, what is going on? And he's, he, he just, without missing a beat, fancy soap.
0: Fancy soap.
2: Fancy soap. That's what he said. Really? And sh- sure enough, when I went back to the cheaper soap, that stuff didn't grow on my grout anymore.
0: you got to be kidding me.
2: I know. Isn't that crazy? Huh. Fancy soap. <laughs> OK,
0: <laughs> that's true. You know what? That, those two words in that accent are going to save a lot of money. Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. hey, Jackson, lot of I don't know if you knew what you just did. You made a new um, phrase for, you know, the handy handy person out there. What's that? Like righty, tidy, lefty, loosey. Yeah. When you have a plumbing problem, fix your first. Fixture first. Fixture first. I thought you were going to say fancy so, (laughs) Well, fancy so too. But you know, plumbing is so vast; it can take over the whole house. But if you got a problem at a at a specific spot. Think about what's yeah, going on right first. there first. Huh. That's first. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: I did something.
2: Yeah, okay. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. <honest>. What's next?
0: <laughs> well, I did. I did want to cover one thing. We got a really great question on email this last week. You know, I mean, uh, uh, lots of weather events going on, things like that. We are in. I, I don't even want to say the word, but the season. So I will. Uh, I'll go ahead and read the email. It says, "What do we do to a house if we have to evacuate?" And I thought, oh, that's a good question. What do we do? So I found there's this place online, ready.gov. And it says, okay, here's the things to consider when you're leaving your house, ready.gov. Um, and it says, secure your home by closing and locking doors and windows. Duh. Unplug electrical equipment such as radios, televisions, and small appliances. So unplug your small appliances um leave freezers and refrigerators plugged in unless there's risk of flooding Uh, if there is damage to your home and you're instructed to do so shut off the water gas electricity before leaving so like if you're going to get flooding they're talking about some of these things and, mm-hmm. and and when we actually use the bad word hurricane we're, we're a lot of times talking about flooding
2: you know so. timmy had such a great when he was on a couple of weeks ago he said something i hadn't thought about if you lose power in the house turn your ac off so when it comes back on you don't end up with a power surge in that in your air conditioner that blows it out Oh, wow. You remember That's he was fantastic. talking about that? And it goes, was, he might have been gone. That have Yeah, been, that was the week was I was us? out. Yeah. yeah. This was amazing what he was talking about. I'd never thought about it. But he said some air conditioner, of course, I'm going to tell the story wrong. We're going to have to get mm-hmm. him on here because I'm going to mess all the facts up. But something about when the when the power is trying to come back on, when they're putting it back on it, mm-hmm. there are surges that come through. And he oh. said in some cases, it will literally make the air conditioner run backwards. Never, really yeah in that odd and of course huh. now you're messed up yeah it, yeah you, you know it's Goofed not up the whole system so he said if the power goes off and this was back when we were having all these power outages mm-hmm. he said turn your turn the power and turn your air conditioner off so if you're having to leave unfortunately mm-hmm. because of a storm or you know so you have, can't
1: predict
0: those power surges
2: no you cannot predict just like it. in my
1: case we were out of the house for a good five six days mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's true
2: did you go home and turn your AC off that day
1: <laughs> I did no I did because we were out and I was scared kind of like what he was saying we didn't know when the power was going to come back on and I asked the question because the house is warm so the AC is the power comes back on the AC right. kicks in and it's like wait a minute we got to get this temperature down and I was like you know would it freeze up and he said no it eventually it could potentially start running backwards right and then you got a bigger problem. <laughs> wow.
0: You know, uh another thing on this that that was probably it's it's really I know we don't want to think about this stuff, but you should probably do it anyway. Uh of course it mentioned before having a plan set up with your family friends, that kind of thing to make sure everybody knows where everybody is. But I thought of this and it was awesome. Now we've heard having been around during the time of Katrina and things like that, you know, writing names on arms and all that other jazz, but um leaving a note at your home to tell folks uh that you left it and that where you went because if if first responders are coming in looking for uh people that are hurt or whatever banging on doors uh you can stop them from knocking yours down by leaving a note. Yeah. You know.
2: That's not a bad idea.
0: So um so a thought I don't you know I don't know how to think about that. I I would have hesitancy there. Of putting a note outside saying i'm not here i'm not here unless it was a mandatory evacuation <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is a good job it is a good idea to leave somehow maybe you maybe something on the refrigerator hello police department we are gone yeah you know, we've gone to new jersey so.
2: well i wonder if you could just go ahead and check in with the police
0: Oh, that would be a blast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, everybody in um, Columbus today, call the police department, tell them where you're going. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm out. not yeah. there.
0: <laughs> don't do that, and don't tell them I said that. Uh, Jerry's on the line in Bay Springs, and he's got suggestions on roof repairs? Which which kind of roof repairs? No, uh,
5: not roof repairs. The, uh, about the previous caller who was asking about something to put on the roof to reflect the Ah,
0: yes, 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 yes.
5: Okay, uh, they use Cool Seal on trailers. Have y'all heard of it?
0: Cool Seal. No, tell me about that.
5: Oh, uh, well, I don't know a lot about it. I put it on one time on a trailer. You mop it on. Uh, it's silvery, and uh, it has fibers in it. It supposedly waterproofs and reflects sunlight. So
0: So, so is this uh, like a, something someone might put on an thing. RV?
5: Yeah, yeah, RV or or one of the trailers back when they made trailers with metal roofs.
0: You R- know? Oh, okay.
5: Real thin aluminum sheet uh, on my older older trailers. Um, I've got a galvanized roof on my house, and it's just plain mill finish, you know, aluminum finish. Right. And uh, I figured that that would reflect the heat pretty good. As far as I know, it does. Uh, I didn't know anything about the screws needing to be replaced every eight or ten years. That's the first I've heard of that because I've put on a lot of roofs. I've been in construction fifty years, roughly.
0: Those, uh, so, it's, it's the, and I'm sure you've probably seen it where, where uh, at times those screw heads will pop off.
2: Well, they, they work their way. Out. Yeah, yeah, they'll they're... work. They'll start working up, yeah. and you know, some of that has to do with the venting. But that hmm. rubber gasket's just like a rubber boot; it, it's going to yeah. deteriorate with with ultra ultraviolet with the sun. What was that so product that you said?
5: When we were when we were putting the screws in, not to screw them down so tight that the rubber squished out right. from underneath the metal washer. Yeah. yeah, to... Yeah, you know you just have to get it just right which wasn't always possible right uh, and I've seen them work out just like the old nails in barns did from the I guess vibration and the movement of the building from wind and so forth and the heat and cool uh, making the metal expand and contract right but I I thought of cool seal as soon as y'all started talking about that and I said well surely they've heard of that.
0: Surely, Jerry, I cannot thank you. <laughs> this is
4: it's so much let... for
0: showing us why we were uh, yeah we we needed to know this. And I I'm going to put money on the idea that Java has already Googled, Googled this product. It. Cool yep, seal. Yeah, okay. Tell yeah, me about it, Jerry. Java.
1: No, Jerry, he's spot on. Cool okay. seal. It's uh, it's just what he said. A a roof ceiling. Uh, it's a coating. They have different. Types of Cool Seal, so they have the reflective roof coating. Um, it's a it's a sealant. It's a a, a coating, weatherproofing. It, yeah, kind weatherproof. Of yeah, all of it. It's it's they have various kinds, but Cool Seal, uh, Jerry is right on the money. Okay, so that thing exists. It's out there. Go get them.
2: I love our listeners. And, uh, I
1: know this is do. awesome. This
2: is great. I learn something every every show. I learn something.
0: Jerry, I appreciate that. You've 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 given someone an idea, and they they just got some hope today for you thanks appreciate it uh i have a i have a question here that was unique what cleaners are good for soft wood floors like pine i have i've heard not to use bona um and and I've seen other people who use that do you know what uh you know what we're talking about here that's from Catherine. you know what she's talking about there yeah as far and, as soft wood floors? soft wood
2: floors yeah you can um there's all kinds of formulas I actually use a homemade formula that a friend shared with me years ago and, and
0: are your floors like pine or or hardwood or something? i have
2: hardwood in my bedrooms oh yes. okay i got gotcha. you. yeah yeah i have i have the laminate stuff in the rest of the house uh-huh. and then the old 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 pine in my bedroom
0: okay so you've used this
2: yeah so i use this and i use it on all my floors actually and you can put it in a spray bottle and i spray it so and it's a it's just a, a formula of water Let's see, what is all in there?
4: Um, yeah,
0: we need a, we need a recipe, Pam. Yeah,
2: we need the recipe. I don't have it off the top of my head, but I do know that I make, it's got uh, rubbing alcohol in it, uh-huh. and, you know, back during COVID, and everybody was panicking about right. uh, cleaners, and so this friend of mine shared this with me, and I was like, wow, that is awesome, and I like it so much, I use it on my countertops in my kitchen. Really? I use it on my windows. All right. I use it in my shower.
0: Well, you have homework now.
2: Yeah, so now I just need to tell you what it is. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh pam will be bringing a new recipe to a the new next show recipe all right. all right uh let's let's keep going um uh, lewis is on the line in hattiesburg what's going on lewis i'm fine you uh we're we're very good and learning by the moment okay hmm.
5: uh previous caller that was talking about the cool seal yes sir the correct term for that product was aluminum fiber group coating they sold it for years and years, and I guess they still make it. But what has replaced that has been an elastomeric roof coating, which seems to last much longer because it stretches, it flexes, and it doesn't dry up as much as that aluminum fiber roof coating.
0: Let me ask you, William, what do you do for a living?
5: <laughs> well, I'm retired. But you don't happen to sell
0: paint, material. do you? <laughs>
5: no, yep. i sold building material for 43 years. And okay.
0: Oh, well, then you would know.
2: Yeah. So, Say it so again. The other
5: thing about the screws,
0: the
5: okay. The thing about the screws. All right. They make what's called a Zach screw. It's fatter than the original screws. It's got a mushroom cap, and the purpose of that cap is twofold. It hides the rubber so it lasts longer, and it also prevents you from going too tight. You know, to squish it down too much.
2: Nice. So,
0: what? That's all I know. You need a job on them? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm no, bored. that is that's awesome. So even on some of these older roofs, they can come in with these new attachments and it would uh they'd pretty much be done. What's the life uh, expectancy on those, do you know? With
5: the screws? Yeah. Oh heck. Um Longer than the original ones that are exposed, that's okay. all I can tell okay. you. Okay, yeah. But, you know, you've you got to go with the fatter screw so it's going to hold it down better where the old one came out. Right. And that's what it does. And you got the cap, and, you know, and then you got the compression thing, so what it's did, a wonderful thing to have.
0: That's fantastic, William. Can you, can you again say the name of that other product that was not the cool thing?
5: Elastomeric Roof Coating.
0: Elastomeric Roof Coating
5: roof okay. coat and they're white and it's been around for a number of years okay they're, they're white and y- usually you see them on uh metal roofs and or flat roofs it just covers real good and it stretches and you know it just, it's it's okay. more expensive but it's a better much better product
0: man thank you very much i appreciate that uh that's going to help a lot of folks
2: yeah yeah all
0: right let's keep on moving uh william is in gulfport using bleach to clean off mold and mildew Take your hand off the bottle here, William. What's going on?
5: Well, it seems like I remember you guys saying that's not a good thing to do. It is not. It is not. What is the stuff I should be using? Uh,
0: One type of thing that Pam has recommended is called concrobium. Concrobium. one thing I have used is is uh, a lot of people use different names for it it's called house wash cement wash things like that um, you can buy it readily at the uh, at the home stores your your local hardware store things like that it, it's a spray-on product
2: just make sure it doesn't have bleach in it
0: yeah bleach in itself if it once bleach gets into wood it starts to change the chemistry of that pH. wood yeah and uh, the wood then becomes even slimier over time time. time if you use bleach
2: well what it does is it creates a ph in the it's kind of and i've learned a lot of this by trying to take care of my swimming pool you have to keep the ph exactly right if the ph gets off in your pool then you'll start getting green right same philosophy in Mm sheetrock if the ph has to be a certain way Right To prevent the mold from growing, if you change that pH, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if it goes up or down, I just honestly don't remember. Right. But if you change the pH, you've created an environment where the mold wants to grow.
0: Right. So do find a non-bleach uh, alternative, and one that we have talked about is the concrobium, concrobium. which you can make yourself uh, – with ingredients that you can get at your local Yeah, there's some store.
2: knockoff formulas, but you can also buy and it says concrobium if you go into the large box stores. Oh, and yeah? I, I think even the smaller local uh, source Ace yeah. hardware stores have it. Right. You can go in and ask them. But it comes in a little spray bottle and you can get it in these things where you can put it in a sprayer and spray it on.
0: Right. That's what I do in my home.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Great great product.
5: It works on uh vinyl too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: actually, it does. Works great on the uh,
0: furniture, outdoor furniture works great. Here's
2: the formula. If you wanted to make it at home, it's a lot less expensive, but it's one quart of hot water, one tablespoon of baking soda, two tablespoons of washing soda. I didn't know anything. I didn't know that existed, but I found it at the store. And then two tablespoons of TSP, which is the trisodium phosphate. And I put that in a big... uh, bottle, and then I just make sure that I I, um, shake it up whenever I get ready to spray it on something. Hmm. And you can put that in a house wash or, or whatever.
1: That's fantastic. Did you guys know they had a concrobium Falger?
2: No. A you fogger?
1: Could, I'm looking it up, and they have, like, concrobium fog bombs and all kind of things. Oh, wow. With this concrobium. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Whoa, I
2: got to check and that getting out. Getting fun. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, folks, that's it. Fix
0: It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and it is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show was produced by Mr. Chava Chapman, our call screener today was a couple of interns a couple of interns a couple of interns okay for Pam Pivas and Jeff Sammons I'm Jason Klein stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program Everyday Tech with Jay White and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio this is an MPB Think Radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on
5: demand